Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. And one glorious nation under God. And together, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. And we will make America great again. Well, friends, pro-life leader Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to Praying for America. And tonight in Praying for America, we are going to pray for Israel. Uh, I don't have to uh, remind you of what is going on there. We need the power of prayer to come upon this situation for the good of Israel, God's people, a people formed by him, entering into a special covenant with them, uh, from whom came the Messiah, uh, of whose spiritual DNA uh, we all share as Christians. The the bond cannot be overstressed between uh, uh, being a Christian and being in support of, uh, of Israel. Uh, we pray, therefore, for our people, and uh, they are our people, and uh, their land is, is God's land. What we're witnessing before us is, uh, is, uh, is, is, is not simply a war. Uh, it's not a military attack. This is, these are crimes against humanity. Uh, and we have to pray against the absolute uh, loss of humanity in the minds, the hearts, the consciences, if you can even say that they have consciences, which they don't, of these barbaric, animalistic uh, terrorists. We want to pray against them because it's all from hell. It's all demonic. And uh, therefore, we need to go to the Word of God and pray against uh, all this. When we pray uh, over events like have happened in the last few days, we are not only praying for protection uh, for the defeat of these, these enemies, uh, for an end to this, this darkness of the human heart that causes such, such contempt for human life. It's a part of the culture of death. But we also pray in lamentation. And I want to bring to your attention tonight, and we'll read some of the prayers from, this short book of the Old Testament called the Book of Lamentations. comes right after the prophet Jeremiah. And it contains some of the most exquisite, impactful language and expression of human grief in all of literature. Remember, it is the Word of God. So it's the Word of Almighty God expressing human grief. It's a very powerful book. It's very short, just five short chapters. Right in the midst of it, of this expression of grief as a result of the, uh, the exile. So six centuries before Christ, you have the Babylonians come in and they destroy the land of Judah, the city of Jerusalem, the holy temple. They bring the people into exile. And there was a, a, a great and tremendous grief expressed there. Now, of course, that happened because of people's uh, infidelity to the covenant, What's happening uh, in these recent days is, is simply because of that 
gross, uh, grotesque darkness of heart that some people have, contempt against uh, human life and against our brothers and sisters in Israel. But nevertheless, the human grief that is experienced in both of these situations is comparable and certainly praying the Book of Lamentations in solidarity, in spiritual and emotional uh, solidarity with our Jewish brothers and sisters is very important. So let's turn to the Word of God. I want to start with Psalm 46 uh, and then we can, um, we can go right into the uh, Book of Lamentations. God is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth should rock, though the mountains be cast into the depths of the sea, even though its waters rage and foam, even though the mountains tremble at its swelling, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in her midst, she shall not be moved, God will help her at the dawning of the day. The nations rage. The kingdoms totter. He utters his voice. The earth is in silence. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Lord God, we are more aware of these words than ever before as we stand with Israel. As we pray tonight that you, the God from whom this people took birth, the people into which, into, with whom you entered into this covenant from of old and renewed it so many times, the people who form, Lord God, the basis of our of our own faith. We are rooted in an integral way with the people of Israel as we believe in the descendant of Israel, the descendant of David, Jesus Christ, being God incarnate. Lord God, we stand in solidarity with them. We pray in union with them. We worship you, the Lord of human life, we acknowledge that worshiping you means we can never attack an innocent human life. Worship of you means, Lord God, that we must respect the life of each person. Lord God, we pray today for the protection of your people. We pray today, hold back with your mighty hand the terror of godless men and women. We pray today, Lord God, that we would be united with the grief of our brothers and sisters, that we would know how to stand in solidarity with them, and that together with them we might deepen our trust in you. Because, Lord God, when everything else is taken away from us, we know better than ever before a truth that we should know at every moment of our lives, that we only have you, that we can only ultimately rely on you, 
as our hope, our foundation, our anchor in life. All things change, all things are subject to loss, and corruption and attack. But Lord God, you stand forever as our foundation, as our possession. You, Lord God, are our hope. We grieve, therefore, with our brothers and sisters. And we use your words, Lord God, the words of the book of Lamentations. Also words of hope and of comfort. My eyes are spent with weeping. My stomach churns. My bile is poured out to the ground because of the destruction of the daughter of my people. Because infants and babies faint in the streets of the city. They cry to their mothers, where is bread and wine? As they faint like a wounded man in the streets of their city, as their life is poured out on their mother's bosom. He has made my flesh and my skin waste away. He has broken my bones. He has besieged and enveloped me with bitterness and tribulation. He has made me dwell in darkness like the dead of long ago. My soul is bereft of peace. I have forgotten what happiness is. So I say my endurance has perished, all that I hoped for from the Lord. Remember my affliction and my wanderings, the wormwood and the gall. My soul continually remembers it and is bowed down within me. But this I will call to mind as my reason to have hope. The favors of the Lord are not exhausted. His mercies are not spent. They are renewed each morning. So great is his faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul, therefore I will hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. It is good to hope in silence for the saving help of the Lord. We're going to come back to this book of Lamentations before our time is over tonight because I want to... Uh, read a few more of these verses and also these lamentations are chanted uh, throughout uh, Christian history and I want to give you a, a little taste of what they sound like when they are when they are sung so we'll go back to that particular book but I want to commend that to your reading and prayer in these coming days as this situation unfolds you know We don't have the time or resources here to go into a in-depth analysis of the problems that have faced the Middle East for a very long time, the conflicts, the long-standing conflicts between the Jews and Palestinians, but I can say this, brothers and sisters, and it's just common sense. Some people look at these, uh, at, at, some people look at this conflict 
and try to impose a rather uh, superficial solution of just saying, well, why, why can't everyone just uh, get along? And this gets translated into various kinds of proposals. And people say, well, you know, just recognize the rights of uh, the Israelis and the Palestinians to coexist together. You know, fundamentally, human beings uh, are, of course, called to coexist together in peace. But here's the problem that is once again revealed by the activity of these terrorists in these recent days. These terrorists over there don't want Israel to exist. That's the problem. They have hatred. They have a mindset that says we want to eradicate them. You have to fight against people like that, not try to, to, to negotiate with them or live side by side. You don't live side by side with people who want to destroy you off the face of the earth. And, 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 and this has got to be our starting point. Now we look back, I have some of the history here, you know, uh, 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 this, this area of uh, Gaza. Israel in 2005, after three decades having won back the territory there from uh, Egypt in the Six-Day uh, War, unilaterally withdrew from the Gaza Strip. And um, by the way, when, when in those days they turned over Gaza to the Palestinians, not only was every, and Gary Barrow was commenting on this today, not only was every living Jew taken out of uh, Gaza because they would have been immediately killed otherwise, but they also had to evacuate the Jewish cemeteries. Why? Because these jihadists, these animals in uh, in human bodies, would have dug up the Jewish graves and desecrated the Jewish bones if that was all that they could get their hands on rather than living Jewish men and women and children. These people, this is not warfare, these people are committing crimes against humanity. There is no justification whatsoever for what they are doing. And anybody who thinks that there is has to have their head examined and really ought to get out of any kind of interaction with any of the rest of us because their inability to see and think straight and to add one and one into two is a threat to all of us. It really is. The people who can't see what's going on here and, and, and can't understand these simple basic facts, please, just please, Please get out of our get out of our lives. Please go away. These are these are animals hunting down innocent people and families in their homes, in the streets, at 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 uh, concerts, as we've seen over these last few days. These videos that have been circulating of the absolute violence heartlessness of these, um, I mean, what do, you even, what do you even call them? And meanwhile, you've got 31 student groups at Harvard University 
Never has there been a day when Harvard should be more associated with the contempt of the American people than, than today. Um, 31 student groups over there release an open letter supporting Hamas, these terrorist animals that don't have a conscience. 31 student groups at Harvard release an open letter supporting Hamas. And some people are so twisted and darkened in their conscience that they think that's, a, they think that's fine. They think that's fine. These people are sick. They're demented. They don't know their left hand from their right. Their heart and their conscience have been darkened, probably irreparably. Nothing is beyond the grace of God, but it would take a miracle of grace to turn these people around. And so they just have to be stopped. They have to be opposed. They have to be shamed. They have to be berated. They, they, they need to be ridiculed. They need to be opposed in every way. Every word they say and every little scintilla of, of influence that they try to have over anybody needs to be shut down. It needs to be blocked. It needs to be canceled. Harvard. You know what? Any kind of respect that an institution like that might have had up until this, this display of, of, of uh, this display of, of human uh, darkness doesn't deserve any more. Doesn't deserve any more. You have 31 students. What, 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 what the hell is going on in that place that it, that it yields this kind of of bitter fruit. And this, I'm not saying this is going to be the only place where this, 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 this putrid garbage is going to spring forth from in these days. We'll see more. And of course, this, this putrid garbage springs forth from some members of Congress, um, the squad in particular. Again, they should find a, 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 you know, they should find some kind of hole in the earth very, very far away and go to it and never come back. That, that's how harmful and disgusting uh, these people are. When they start to do, you see, you know what they start to try to do. We've seen it already. We'll see it some more in the coming days and weeks. Oh, Israel, now be careful now. Now don't go, don't get, um, don't get out of hand now. You know, don't push back. And, and uh, that. Instead of rising up with all the human strength at their disposal and the light of conscience and condemning in unequivocal terms the terrorism being exercised here by Hamas, and by the way, flowing from Iran, okay, um, they, try to, they, try to, they try to put responsibility on, uh, on Israel and tell them, oh, well, now, don't... Uh, don't get too excited here, you know. It says Israel is not the problem here. It says they're saying, oh, you can't defend yourselves. And that's, again, this is absolutely, I mean, talk about adding insult to injury. But Israel has every right and duty to defend themselves. We have, I mean, we do help them. There's, there's a lot of money that we, ha I mean, we have an agreement with them by which uh, every year we're helping them to fund their defense uh, ministry, which uh, is only right and, and just. 
Um, but it's also right and just that we once again declare our solidarity with them. Uh, and, you know, our, our government, uh, you know, even in these circumstances where we've got uh, Marxists uh, ruling over us in the Democrat Party, will say on the surface the right things. You know, this is terrible, what Hamas is doing, and we're standing with Israel. Okay, yeah. Except that you people, Democrats and Biden and the administration, you people need to repent and take responsibility for what's happening here. The members of the squad in Congress need to shut their mouths, hide their faces in shame, and meanwhile, and everybody who agrees with them needs to also keep quiet and turn your faces away in shame from any kind of appearance in public. If you think in any way that the appropriate message right now is to tell Israel to tone it down, no, they have the right and they should push back with all the force at their command. Now, you know, when they do defend themselves, Israel goes out of their way to avoid harming civilians. It's just the opposite mindset, again, of these animals who will just pursue innocent citizens in, 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 in Israel and, and, and kill them. Israel has exactly the opposite mindset. Where they will, you know, for example, if they're going to uh, attack uh, their, their, um, uh, their attackers there in, in Gaza, they'll actually alert the people, they'll alert the civilians of what is about to be happen, ha what is about to happen, and tell them to, to safe places to go. They've got the, the cell phone numbers of their people and We'll send them texts and send in emails and say, go to these safe places. Meanwhile, you know what these uh, Palestinian uh, terrorists do is they'll use, they'll put their headquarters deliberately like in the basement of a hospital or, or near a school. They, set, they use human beings as human shields. They'll use women and children as human shields. They'll put themselves behind the innocent so that in order for them to be attacked and killed, they have to bring about the deaths of more innocent people. They have no conscience. They deserve absolutely no cover from anybody for what they are doing. So no, I don't want to hear any garbage about... Uh, 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 you know, it's not Israel that needs to be warned or lectured in this particular uh, situation. Who does have to be warned and lectured are the Democrat Party operatives, the Biden administration, and by the way, everybody who votes for them. You share responsibility for what's going on here. This is coming from Iran, um, a nation whose leaders, again, the sooner they find a cave in the earth to disappear to forever... And stop even talking or showing their, voice, showing their faces anywhere, the better off we will all be. And uh, these terrorists, um, well, they've been paid off nicely by the Biden administration. You know how much money, and Senator Ted Cruz laid this out on his podcast, uh, has flowed from Biden uh, to uh, uh, these Iranians. Uh, who are funding Hamas, they're the source of what's going on here. 
animals that they are. $50 billion. Now, we all know just a matter of weeks ago, $6 billion went to uh, Iran. Why? For the release of five American um, hostages. It doesn't, don't the Democrats learn that you don't negotiate with terrorists? You destroy them, like, like President Trump's administration did. Soleimani, who was planning more attacks against Americans, taken out, wiped off the face of the earth. It's the only way you deal with terrorists. You don't negotiate with them. You don't negotiate with terrorists. You pay terrorists over a billion dollars for each hostage, American hostage that they had. What does that do if not invite them to kidnap more Americans so that they can make more billions? What is wrong with these people? I'm talking about Biden and the Democrats. What's wrong with them? And it wasn't just that. They, he, he freed up $10 billion to go from Iraq into Iran. And he also, you know, President Trump had put, you know, serious sanctions in place on Iranian oil, had brought the Iranian economy to its knees. What did, what did the, this, uh, uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know the words for it, what did this Biden administration do? They refused to enforce the sanctions against Iran. You ought to be doubling down on these people. They're monsters. They don't deserve anything. And, 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 you, and you, you refuse to, to enforce the sanctions on the Iranian oil so that now, you know how much oil they sell now? Two million barrels a day. Hey, the business is flowing for these supporters of terrorism who also in 2021 in April... Let me just read from this. I gathered together some of these facts here. The Biden administration approved plans to provide $235 million in aid to Palestinians and $75 million in economic and development assistance in the West Bank and Gaza. You know, we have laws in this country. Gaza is controlled by Hamas, this terrorist bunch of, of uh, crazed uh, inhuman uh, people. We have laws in this country against funding terrorists. When is the chief law enforcer in the executive branch, the one who now, I don't know, exercises some kind of, I don't know what it is, some kind of pretense, play acting as, as the president, and not doing a very good job even of that, where does he get off letting all these billions of dollars flow into people who are going to use it exactly in the way that we are seeing unfold now before our eyes? Meanwhile, turn to President Trump. Let me just quote some of what he said during these days. I predicted war in Israel, he said. Immediately after it was announced that Joe Biden gave the $6 billion to Iran. He said this just Saturday night. Israel and the United States need a very strong partnership and leadership. We have to have strong leaders, President Trump said. If you're not strong leaders, it doesn't matter how many army tanks you have. In addition to the billions of dollars given to Hamas top funder around, Joe Biden restored hundreds of millions of dollars to the very corrupt Palestinian entities. Okay, as I was just re reminding you. 
He gave them hundreds of millions of dollars. Many people didn't even know it. Wonder what kind of deal he made. Joe Biden betrayed Israel, President Trump said. And thereby, brothers and sisters, he betrayed the United States. He goes on to say that. He betrayed our country as president. And he betrayed Christians. And he claims to be one, but he's fake. I stand proudly with our friend and ally, the state of Israel, and I will do it again, President Trump said. The terror invasion of Israeli territory and the murder of Israeli soldiers and citizens is an act of savagery that must be and will be crushed. Has to be crushed. Israel's at war, and the United States has to support Israel. There's been no better president for Israel than me, that's for sure. And he says... This brings us, well, let me read his exact words. Again, this is President Trump just the other day. You are closer to World War III. And I can say this, if I'm elected, I'm the only one that can say it. You will never have World War III. You will not. Brothers and sisters, you know, we started off, and I'm going to go back now to the scriptures. And we were here primarily to pray. I want to encourage you to pray. I know you're praying constantly about all this. But we can't ignore the political dimension of this. It's all of a piece. You know, let's not, let's not you know, say, oh, well, we, oh, we shouldn't bring politics into this. Yeah, but it's all of a piece. It's all, it's, it's all human interaction. We, gotta look, we look at these things. Grieving over these things doesn't just mean expressing the terrible emotions that, that, it, uh, uh, that it brings forth. It means dealing with this as human beings who are rational people. In our nature, I'm talking about some people deny that rationality. I mean, as, as thinking people, we have to understand how did we get here? And how do we get out of this? And you know what? When you start asking how did we get here and how do we get out of this, those necessarily, those, those answers necessarily involve political Dynamic. So let's not be afraid to address the whole package here. The spiritual, the prayer, the grief, the solidarity, and the politics. It's the only way we're going to get out of this mess. So go back to the book of Lamentations. I want to read a couple of more uh, verses, and then I want to sing uh, one of the verses so that you can get the feel of the, the way that these lamentations have been chanted down throughout the centuries and the way in which we need to be in solidarity with our brothers and sisters in Israel. The word of God, all our enemies open their mouths against us. Panic and pitfall have come upon us, devastation and destruction. Remember, these are the words of the Holy Spirit. My eyes flow with rivers of tears because of the destruction of the daughter of my people. This is God speaking. My eyes will flow without ceasing, without respite, until the Lord from heaven looks down and sees. My eyes cause me grief at the fate of all the daughters of my city. I have been hunted like a bird by those who were my enemies without cause. They flung me alive into the pit and cast stones on me. Water closed over my head. I said I am lost. I called on your name, O Lord, from the depths of the pit. You heard my plea. Do not close your ear to my cry for help. You came near when I called on you. You said, do not fear. You have taken up my cause, O Lord. You have redeemed my life. You have seen the wrong done to me, O Lord. Judge my cause. You have seen all their vengeance, all their plots against me. You 
will repay them, O Lord, according to the work of their hands. Ask their mothers, where is corn and wine? As they faint away like the wounded in the streets of the city, and breathe their last in their mother's Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Lord, we pray for what is at the core of this entire problem. Take the heart of each human being on the face of this earth and turn it towards you and turn it to complete, absolute respect for every human life. Lord God, without a culture of life, we will continue to devour one another We will continue to see this destruction. Send your spirit who created us in the first place. Bring us the culture of life. We pray in the name of the author of life and the conqueror of death, the only hope of humanity, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. I know that you will continue praying for Israel. Obviously, we all will. Thank you for joining me on Praying for America. And brothers and sisters, we'll talk to you again tomorrow. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.